You're listening to the Redemption Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Well, amen and amen. Hello, everyone. My name is Pastor Daniel Williams, and it's such a blessing to be with you here on Easter to worship Jesus and to talk about the resurrection. You know, I'm so glad that you're joining us online. Normally, we meet on Sunday nights and in person here in Delray Beach, Florida. Uh, the address is 500 Barwick Road. Would love to have you join us anytime, but today is packed. We have a lot of things going on, and so we wanted to have an online service where we can take extra time to marinate, study, ponder, and reflect on the resurrection of Jesus Christ and study the scripture together. And so today I want to talk to you in a message I'm calling the hope of the resurrection, the hope of the resurrection. That's right. It's that important that we study and look at the story uh, from sunrise to sundown all day long. We're talking about the resurrection and it is so incredibly important. And uh, hopefully as we study along, you'll see why. You know, someone once said that you can go 40 days without food. You can go three days without water, three minutes without air, but not a second without hope. Not a second without hope. And what I want to do today is we study online just to show you how the resurrection gives us hope and the significance, the importance of it. Not just a wishful thinking like, well, I hope things work out. I hope that I win the lottery. No, no, no. A biblical hope. Something from the scriptures like Hebrews 11.1 says, an assurance of things to come. And this is what we need as humanity. We need hope. We need to be able to hope and put our trust in the Lord. And when we do and having this complete confidence in Him, the Bible says that we are blessed. And we can put our hope in Jesus and find strength as we look to Him. And so putting our hope in God is a, is a good thing for us. Uh, it's a great thing for us. And that's what we want you to do. We want your faith to be built up as we look to God's Word. You see, the resurrection of Jesus gives us hope. And that's why we're studying it together, because it shows us great things about God. It, the resurrection shows us that God, well, He has a plan, and His plan is good. The resurrection shows us that that God's promises are true and His promises are great. And of course, the resurrection shows us that God is powerful. He can raise things from dead and give them life. Uh, It's an amazing thing that Jesus is alive. And so I want to look at those aspects, that God has a plan, that He has promises, that He's powerful, and look at the resurrection from a passage found in Luke, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, verses 1 through 12. And what I'll do is I'll just read it. I'll put the words on the screen so you can read along. And then we'll pray and ask the Holy Spirit to minister and speak and study Scripture as we always do here at Redemption Church. And so let's read it, let's pray, and let's study. In verse 1 of chapter 24, it says this, But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared, and they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. Verse 4, while they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. So these two men stood by them, and as they were frightened, they bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Praise God for that. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must not must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise. 
and they remembered his words. Verse 9, in returning from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary the mother of James and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter rose, and he ran to the tomb. Stooping and looking in, he saw the linen clothes by themselves, and he went home marveling at what had happened. Let's pray together. God, we just pray right now for all those people that are watching, listening. Uh, God, that you would minister to them, that you would pour out your blessing and favor to them, that they would find hope today by studying the resurrection. In this passage of Scripture, God, we thank you that you speak to us. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would speak through my words, that you would give us hope as we study about the resurrection, and that, Lord, we would be able to worship you even greater. Build our faith. Uh, continue to pour out your spirit so we have love to walk out your ways and power of the resurrection, experiencing it for our own lives. It's in your precious name we pray, God. Amen. Amen. Well, the first thing I want you to realize from this text, from this story is this. God's plans are good. God has a plan and his plan is good. Now, some of us, we really don't like this. We may not say this even as a Christian, but we really don't like this because God's plan could be different than our plan. Uh, there's a key principle that God acknowledges and talks about this. In Isaiah, Isaiah 55, 8 through 9, uh, God would speak through Isaiah the prophet and, and just, just lay out the carpet, just tell us straight up, hey, his ways are greater than our ways. His ways are different. Uh, Isaiah 55, 8 through 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways. Uh, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as uh, the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are your, uh, than your thoughts. We, we often don't enjoy that promise or that claim uh, because the reality is sometimes we want to be God ourselves. We, we want our ways, our expectations, our hopes, our dreams to be fulfilled, and we want to play the role of God. But God says, no, 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 no. I am God, you are not. My ways are greater than your ways. I have a plan. And so when we don't get our ways, we sometimes question God's plan and think, well, is it good? Is it good? Is he good? What's going on here? Now, I have a confession to make. Giving online video messages is not my favorite thing, right? I wish, honestly, that I could see your face. I wish that after the message, we can pray together and I can have a conversation and ask you about your family or your marriage or children or friends and, and have that community. It's often hard for me to just preach to an empty room and a camera. But this has been a part of God's plan in 2020, hasn't it? This is just something that we've learned and I trust that God actually uses this mean that I don't like or expect or even prefer for his glory and it has reached many people. And so just because I don't get my way does not mean that God's ways are bad. No, we have to understand as Christians, God's ways are always good, even if we don't prefer them. Uh, and so I thank God that you are watching right now online. I thank God that we can have so many uh, events today on Easter and celebrate the resurrection because God is worthy of our entire day and a beautiful reminder of the power of the resurrection. I thank God that we have his word to know his plans and that he could remind us of his ways because I don't know about you, but I need reminding. I need reminding. I need reminders that I am not God and that God does have a plan and that he is sovereign and that he is good. 
Like Romans 8, 28 says, We know that those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to His purpose. God can use every situation, even our uh, dreams that die, or our pain, or our suffering, or evil in this world, and He can actually conform us to the image of His Son, Christ, because He is good. He is God, and His plan will not be thwarted. See, I need this reminder. I need the Word of God to remind me. I need to celebrate the resurrection and Easter to remind myself that there is hope even when I don't get my way because there is a good God with a good plan. And the first thing we see in this text, in this passage, Luke is bringing this up. He's reminding us that God has a plan. God's plans are good even though they're different than what the woman expected in this this whole passage. They were going with spices. Uh, they were mourning, the text says. And they were going to a tomb, which was full of death, so they thought. And they had expectations, and they had a plan to, to, to wrap and prepare Jesus' body. Why? Well, because Jesus had just been crucified. This had just happened. It was three days earlier. He'd been flat, flocked, uh, mocked, and, and um, uh, scourged, scourged, and, and just beaten, and bruised, and, and he it just died this crazy death, and they're mourning of this, and they saw him die. You know, we rejoice in this doctrine now, don't we? But think about the women. They, they didn't think about these type of verses, like 2 Corinthians 5.21. For our sake, God made Jesus, who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God. Or what Peter would later write in 1 Peter 2.24, by himself he bore our sin. By Jesus he bore our sin on the body, on that tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds we were healed. Or even what Jesus would say in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. These are doctrines that we rejoice in and we celebrate this week and that we can put our trust in Jesus. And, and Jesus died for our sin on the cross and he exchanged uh, um, our imperfections for his righteousness. He paid a debt that we could never pay. And in turn, when we trust in Jesus, we get his righteousness and become alive. But these are doctrines that they did not remember. They weren't thinking about these things. See, we marvel and we celebrate the gospel and how God loves us and saves, but that's hindsight. Right now, these women, think about it. They just saw this shameful death. Their rabbi, their leader, their savior, their Messiah was put down to death. A bloody, public, open, shameful death. Torturous death. Excruciating. This is where we get the word excruciating from the crucifixion. It was this long, drawn-out, painful process that they saw that Jesus had been beaten, mocked, humiliated, tortured, slandered, and now suffered a death. And this was a part of God's plan. This was a part of God's plan that they were mourning. Galatians 4, 4-5 through 5 says, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. You see, before the resurrection could happen, it's a pretty simple statement, but you have to have death. First there's suffering and then there is glory. And this was a part of God's plan. God wanted to give hope through the resurrection, to seek and save the lost and to give salvation and hope. 
Jesus would say, no one takes down my life. No, I lay it down. I have the authority to lay it down and to raise it up. I do this uh, because I've received this charge from the Father, John 10, 18. This was a part of God's plan to save in this way. This strategy, this method, this cursed cross on the tree, Jesus died for you and me because He loves us. He cares for us. And it brought pain, it brought suffering, but it was a part of God's plan. And it was the hope for humanity. And they didn't see that yet. This text shows us, though, that even in the midst of our mourning, in our pain, in our suffering, in our life and brokenness, that God still has a plan. Yes, even in our mourning, your mourning and my mourning, our disappointments, our hopes and our dreams, even when they fail, God will not fail because He has a plan and it is good. Easter is a great reminder for this. Once again, that we would come to the resurrection and say, well, God has a good plan. No matter what the situation is, that God can work in our pain. He can work in our mourning. He can work in our suffering. He can work in this broken world because He is a good God. That the resurrection gets, we see the power to bring life in a situation. That God defeated sin. He defeated death. He defeated Satan. That just because our plans fail does not mean He will fail because He is sovereign. And so the text actually says it starts with mourning, but it ends with marveling. It starts with mourning, but ends with marveling because God had a plan and His plan was good and it brought salvation and it brought hope to humanity, to people like you and like me and like these women and the disciples. And it is the same with us. As we look to God and the resurrection and His goodness, we gain hope. You know, the women, they forgot God's plan. And so they were mourning. They lost hope. They mourned. But when they saw Jesus, the, the resurrected Christ, God's perfect plan, they marveled. This happens to us. Are we looking at God, Jesus, the resurrection and the power of the cross? Or are we looking to our own plan? The Bible says to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. And when we do that, we gain hope. So the first thing I want you to see is the resurrection shows us that God's plan, man, they're good. And we see that he had a plan through the resurrection. The next thing that we see is this text uh, in verse 4 through 7, that the resurrection gives us hope because it shows us God's promises are true. God has a plan that's good, but his promises are true as well. The women go to the tomb and they, they marvel, they're amazed, they don't know what's happening. And these two angels come and appear to them. There's this empty grave and this is what the angels say to them. Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, he has risen. Remember how he told you while he was in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified on the third day, and on the third day rise. Now, honestly, you would think that they would remember this, right? The angels are saying, don't you remember that that, uh, God told you this? Jesus, your teacher, your rabbi, he said he was going to die and rise again. You see, this was no hidden thing. Jesus had predicted this, prophesied this as he did ministry 
three and a half years, all throughout Galilee, he was telling people why he came. He came from heaven to earth to humble himself, to give life, that he would die and rise again, that he would be the propitiation. The wrath of God would be poured upon him so that we would actually be forgiven by Christ and be brought together through redemption. He would be snatching people from darkness into light. He had a great message. He had a great teaching and this gospel he was preaching, but people were not hearing or understanding and they had lost the message. They had, had been washed away through life and life is life. Things just happened. They were mourning and they weren't thinking clearly of what Jesus had said. But the fact is the the message of the death and the resurrection of Jesus was a central message of his ministry. And this was a part uh, of his gospel, this good news that would take place. You know, uh, just not going to read it all, but check out these passages. John chapter 2, verses 18 through 22. Matthew chapter 12, verse 39 through 40. Mark 8, 31 through 32. Mark 10, 33 through 34 are just some of the verses that Jesus actually said he would die and rise again before it actually happened. Let me read one to you, Matthew 17, 22 and 23, another passage. He says, as they were gathering in Galilee, Jesus said to them, his disciples, the son of man is about to be delivered into the hands of men and they will kill him and he will be raised on the third day. And they were greatly distressed. The resurrection was a sign and to be a sign to do to, that demonstrated Jesus was the one he claimed to be, that what he said he would do. And so he teached this prophecy that would come, the, the death and the resurrection, especially during the last six months of his ministry uh, or the last section of the gospel. He would emphasize the fact that he would die for humanity and he would rise again to be able to give eternal life. Matthew 16, verse 21, it says, from that time, time Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. So Jesus didn't make the death and resurrection a secret. Rather, he emphasized that he would die and rise again, so much so that after he died, if you remember the story, Pontius Pilate, they, the religious leaders went to him and said, hey, we, we should put some guards there because he taught that he would rise after three days. What if the, the disciples try to take his body and, and, and all this different stuff? Because it was such a public message, this prophecy. And here's the crazy thing. It had been said over and over and over again. It was a public message. It was something that Jesus taught and actually did. And these women still forgot it. You know, I often think that we're like these women, that we're like these disciples in this passage, that we go through our suffering, we go through our pain, our death, our mourning, and we just simply forget the Word of God. The, the promises that God has said over and over and over again and prove those promises, and we lose hope because we forget. We forget who our God is because we're not going to God's Word. God's promises are true and will bless our lives, but we often don't remember them or claim them for our own lives when we're going through our own suffering. You see, life is life. Life grabs our attention, and we just simply forget the Word of God and His promises. But the resurrection, it reminds us. It reminds us that there is hope and, it, and, and hope in God and whatever He says and that we can trust Him. It would be wise for us to remember this this Easter, that the Word of God is powerful 
that God has spoken and has revealed His plan of salvation to us and, and the way that we should live life and walk in holiness and, and live for God and we should be going to God's Word daily. Let me just ask you a question. Are you seeking God in His Word daily? Are you going to the promises? Are you letting life grab your attention here and there? Because here's the reality. If you fix your eyes on Jesus, you'll have some hope through His Word. But if you fix your eyes on the pain, the suffering, the brokenness, you're going to get discouraged. Because God wants to build us up in our faith through His Word. You know, Psalm 19, 7-9 says, The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eye. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous all together. God has a plan. And, and you can trust what He says because He has great promises. He knows what He's doing. He's the author and the perfecter. He's the Alpha and Omega. What He says goes. Why can you trust what He says? Why can you trust His plan is good? Well, it's my last point. The resurrection gives us hope because it shows that God is powerful. That He's powerful. If you look at verses 8-12, through 12, it really emphasizes that He is alive. He is alive. The resurrection gives us hope that this is not just wishful thinking, that there is just some promises made and we're just going to just sort of believe it. No, it's in a confidence or an assurance that God does what He says and He does what He says because He is powerful and He proves His power through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The resurrection reminds us that God is alive. He's not dead. Jesus is alive. This is, incre this is incredible. It displays God's great power. And this should give us hope because it proves that God has a plan, that He gives promises, and it displays His power so that we can trust Him even more today. You know, these women experienced this hope and this power, and their lives changed instantly. They were mourning, but when they experienced the resurrection, and the, the angels reminded them of the Word of God, and they responded to that Word by faith, their, their demeanor changed instantly. They go and they go tell the disciples, and they say, Jesus is alive. you got to go check it out. And, and so much so that the, the disciples, these apostles, they even rejected it. They thought it was idle talk. It's too good to be true. But they thought that until they experienced the power of the empty tomb, didn't they? And so you see Peter running, and he's going, he's running, and then all of a sudden, there's no body. Jesus is alive, and he appears, and the end of the text, it says that Peter, he left marveled. It went from mourning to marveling. That's what faith does. Faith is a, a builder. It edifies us. It builds us up. It helps our life. And they were amazed at God and His incredible power. You know what? I love this verse. 1 Corinthians 4.20, it says, For the kingdom of God does not consist of talk, but in power. God is a God that is powerful. He's able to do what He says. God has proven Himself to us through the resurrection and shows us that we can have hope in Jesus. Peter would later on write a book and he would tell us that we have been saved into a living hope. That we can have a confidence and a trust and a walk and experience not only the resurrection power, but the resurrection God. He would say in 1 Peter 1.3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to His great mercy, He has caused us to be born again spiritually alive to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. It is through the resurrection of Jesus that we have life, that we have hope. 
And so God proves himself to be trustworthy through the resurrection, and that gives hope. What an amazing reminder this Easter that we can have in the resurrection. That we can see that God gives this type of hope, that that he has a good plan, even in the midst of our brokenness and our sin and our pain and all this different stuff, but, but we can actually go to his great and precious promises and gain hope in him and life in him. And that we can see His power because Jesus is alive. But in order to have this hope, let me just say it requires faith on your part. Trust. A belief. You see, you have to make the decision to either trust the resurrection or not. To either live according to the promises of God or not. I'm here to tell you that there is hope in Jesus. I've experienced Him. He's transformed my life. But it started by me trusting and giving my life to Him, submitting to His ways, trusting in His Word, experiencing the resurrection for myself. And you have to do the same thing. So let me ask you a question. Will you receive His grace and the power of the resurrection today? Will you trust Him? Put your faith in Him. You know, Ephesians 2.8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. Through faith. And this is not your own doing, it is a gift of God. It's by grace. Romans 10.9 says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. There is salvation for you, but it comes by believing in your heart, confessing with your mouth of faith. John 1.12 says, But to all who did receive Him, speaking of Jesus, who believed or trusted or put their faith in His name of what He's done and the work on the cross and the power of the resurrection, He gave the right to become children of God. This is some good news that we can enter into a relationship and be children of God, but it requires faith. So let me ask you again, will you receive the grace and the power of the resurrection for your life? Will you trust Jesus? That's how you're going to have hope. The resurrection tells us clearly, but do we look to Jesus for hope or do we look for other things for hope, for satisfaction? You see, if the answer is yes, I want to pray with you. Do you want to say yes to Jesus in this hope? Only you can do that, and I I pray that you will do that. But don't be deceived. If you look to something else besides Jesus, you will be let down. And it's not Jesus letting you down, it's you and your flesh and the sin desire going to those other things to be God rather than letting the God that's alive and has this power to rule and reign your life. And so you need to submit to Him through faith. And the Word of God says that God is able to do far more abundantly, exceedingly than we ask or think according to the power at work with us. Even as Christians, sometimes we lose sight of the resurrection. We lose sight of the hope that we have in Jesus. And we're to walk in repentance and put our faith in Him. And so let's pray and let's do that now. God, we thank you so much for all the people watching and listening right now to this video. Uh, We just pray for special favor and blessing and faith, God, that they would be able to walk in your ways. God, I thank you for the resurrection and the power of the resurrection, that we can be alive in you, Christ. And we ask God for you to save, for those that are not born again, God, that they would come to know you right now and make that decision. For those that do know you and need to be filled once again afresh with your resurrection power and your spirit, Lord, we just continue to rely on you and we want to respond right now. 
If you want to respond and receive God's salvation, maybe you've never invited Jesus into your life and never believed in this message. You want to have new life and, and experience this resurrection power and this God that saves. I don't want you to just pray after me this simple prayer because it is with your heart you believe and then you confess with your mouth. So you just say a prayer and invite Jesus in and experience His goodness. You just say, Jesus, I need the hope you offer. Please forgive me of my sin. I believe you died and rose again. Help me to follow you. Fill me with your spirit and allow me to experience your resurrection power. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, the Bible says that when people repent and turn to God, that all of heaven, including his angels, rejoice and celebrate. And we are here to say yes and amen. We celebrate with you. All those that put their faith in Jesus, we are so excited for you. And all those that repent and ask God to fill them with their spirit, with his spirit and to just live for Jesus, we are so excited for you. We all want to be walking towards Jesus, looking to Jesus, worshiping Jesus. And we want to help all of you grow. We would love to do that. Listen, if you said that prayer, let us know. Contact us. We'd love to walk you through uh, some things, give you a free Bible, maybe some discipleship programs. You can email us at info at redemptiondb.com or you can text us the number below on the screen uh, and just connect with us. Uh, you can also email or text us any prayer request. Maybe there's some things going on that you need people to come alongside of you and labor in and pray. Man, we would love to pray with you. I just want to thank you for joining us to worship Jesus in this way, an online message to be able to sit down and listen to the Word of God and study. And I, I pray that, that this was a help. Feel free to share this message with your family and friends today. And listen, if you want more Bible content or information about our church, go to our website, Redemption Church in Delray Beach. It's www.redemptiondb.com. Redemptiondb.com. Listen, we would love to connect with you. We would love to have you join us for a worship service. And we were blessed to have you here and celebrate with us today. Romans 15, 13, it says this, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Guys, happy Easter. God bless you. Continue to look to Jesus.